Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach. And we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Welcome, and thanks for joining us uh, here as professionals walking a spiritual path. Uh, my name is Brad Miller, a lawyer, uh, and with me is uh, Jason Medford. And what what exactly is it that you do? <laughs> well, I do a lot of stuff, but the uh, I mean, probably professionally, uh, just to make it easy for everybody, right? We'd like to say Brad's a lawyer. I'm a CPA. Now I've I have practiced public accounting, but I've never done taxes. Most people think CPAs do taxes, not me. Always done audits and risk management and things like that. So been kind of in the corporate space that way, but it's easier for people to uh, to say that. Or I can I can tell the joke. I don't know if I've told you this joke or not too, because sometimes when people uh, ask me what I do, because there was a lot of times when I was traveling the world all the time and I was in a lot of different spaces people ask me so what do you do it's like well i teach cia training and i'm part of the nsa and people would smile like brad's smiling right now and it's like oh i'm like yeah if i told you what i did i'd have to kill you right well and then i (laughs) no i wouldn't do that but then you know cia is actually certified internal auditor so and nsa is national speakers association so anyway that's a that's the funny part that's the funny one or, do you or know other... do, you, do you know 10 ways to kill me with your voice then is that how that works uh, probably i could actually I, I, probably. I don't know if i could i wouldn't probably put it to that use but anyway <laughs> but um anyway so <laughs> anyway but um, I'm, 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 to keep it simple right, right. i mean it's it's like exactly we're we're talking to you as people who have been trained in analytical, logical reasoning, logical careers, corporate, you know, and professional service kind of stuff. And so that's why we thought it would be nice to just share with you kind of how we've come on this path of learning how to start feeling and using our intuition and coming across this spiritual path when we've both been trained and had our careers very analytical. And, and, and I think it was interesting, you know, Brad, because we were talking about well, what do we want this episode to be, right? Um, and so, you know, kind of may, maybe maybe share what we were talking about just before, because it, it lines into the topic that we wanted to discuss today, which is something really easy that everybody that's listening can do. Yeah. So you, you, so we were trying to figure out what the topic was, and I've got a list of like 30 different things that we can talk about. Um, just various things that I, that is kind of associated with the idea of kind of spirituality and spiritual journeys and being a professional. Um, and 
you know, Jason, you ask, you know, what we would talk about. And I sat there, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I don't really know. You know, nothing's really coming to me. Nothing jumping off on this list. And then your question to me was something like, um, you know, how did you get started down this path? Like, how did your journey start? Um, and, you know, I kind of sat there and thought for a second and I'm like, well, I guess for me, if I, if I really kind of think about it, when I was in law school, when I started practicing right out of law school as a lawyer, my favorite places after, you know, coming home or whatever were on the, or on the weekends were on the couch inside in the air conditioning. And, and not that I was, so we call it that I was anti outdoors, but I definitely didn't go out very often. Um, basically for me, outdoors was the area between places I wanted to go. You know, I had to go through the outdoors to get from one pl- my house or whatever to someplace else. And that's kind of the way I saw it back then, I suppose. Um, and sometime, I think around the birth of my daughter, maybe a little bit before, um, I started to go for walks. So there was a park that was close by uh, my house. Um, it was, I had to drive five minutes down the road to get there, but um, there was a park and had a path around the outside of it. And so I'd go down there and I'd walk the path a couple of times. And so do a couple of miles of walking and being outside, being out in nature, um, you know, it was in a park. Um, it was relatively peaceful in this little neighborhood where the the the, uh, the park was located, and I guess that really. I don't know. I would say it flipped a switch for me, but that was when I first started looking back at it in hindsight. That's I think when I started noticing changes in me at that point, um, and and kind of from there things just kind of built on. And then snowballed, um, snowballed kind of from there. Yeah. Well, and so but and so, so you so, said you started noticing some changes, right? So, so what kind of changes did you did you start to notice, right? Because, like you said, you you graduated, you were in law in a law firm, and and I mean, I know I was I was in public accounting firms, which have a very similar culture to law firms. You know, there's a lot of pressure. You're working a lot of hours. Um, sometimes you're not treated that well. <laughs> Hopefully you worked for better firms than I did. But, you know, starting to take those walks, what sort of changes did you start to notice in yourself? So, up to that point, like I said, it was, you know, my spot where I felt most comfortable with most comfortable was in, on the couch. We, we lived in, in the city in Columbus, Ohio, and we had a little nice little house, but there was a very small little lot. We had a, a backyard with a tree in it and a, you know, and a fence around it that the dogs would go out and play in, but there really was, I didn't really go outside there really wasn't a nice place to go out and enjoy the weather or, you know, I, and I, that wasn't even a concept for me was taking the time to do that. Um, and then when I started to go for these walks, which I started just as a way to get some exercise because I realized that I was sitting around a lot um, and I don't like to sweat. So walking was a way to move without necessarily sweating, especially if I timed the time of day properly, I could avoid hot parts of the day and things. So 
you know, so I figure walking would be a good way to at least get moving around and things like that. Um, and again, I said, I feel like maybe somewhere out there with my daughter kind of sprung these, these ideas into my head. Um, but it was, some of it was just the connecting with the peacefulness. Um, normally I would pop in a podcast episode. I listened to it as I walked. Sometimes I get through two episodes, depending on how um, long or short they were. Um, just to kind of get different ideas in my head. Um, but just being outside, just moving my body, um, being away from all the work. You know, I wasn't thinking thinking about this client or this matter that I was working on. It was my time, my own little time that I had, you know, an hour, whatever it was that I was taking. Um, and, and I, yeah, and, and it started appreciating the trees, the things that I saw around, the grass, the smell of the grass after it had been mowed, um, the way the light reflected off of, you know, in the morning, if I got in the morning, the way the light reflected off of the off of the the, the dew on the grass. And I would take my phone, take some pictures of that um, and, and just started, I guess, appreciating nature, um, you know, the beauty of it, the peacefulness, the sereneness of it. Um. Yeah, but and I, kind of started there. I think it's interesting because as you're talking about it, I'm like, I know what was going on, <laughs> right? Is that what's what's funny? And we've talked about connectedness before, right? Is that an interesting thing? As humans, is we like to worship the hand of our creation. Okay, to say it one way, right? I'm a human, and look at this beautiful tall building that i created okay and and i will tell you it this is it's a funny synchronicity but it's a synchronicity okay i was in seattle many years ago i mean you could go back and look and see when the earthquake happened in seattle there's a fairly fairly good sized earthquake that happened in seattle in the in the late 90s early 2000s i was there Right. I was I was working in Seattle. I was downtown. I was on the 45th floor of one of the big buildings downtown. And I remember it was like I said, it was there was there was I don't I don't know why, but I was we were working in this conference room and I was looking out over the city, looking out over the bay. Beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, looking right. And I remember having a thought of something like, you know, wow, you know, these, these buildings are, are beautiful. There, it's, you know, such a feat to build something like that. But nature can destroy it in an instant. And I remember kind of having that thought. And again, it's like, it's, it's like this weird thought, right, that, you, that you're having. But... When I was at that client, and like I said, I don't remember if I had that thought exactly. It, no, it wouldn't have been at, at that moment. But I remember having that thought, and we were still at the same client because we were in that conference room. And later, within that week when we were there, the earthquake hit Seattle. And I remember, you know, my... I mean, I live in California, so I'm used to earthquakes, right? But the, the guy that I was working with, he was like diving under the table, 
And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're in a building that's like less than 10 years old. We're in one of the safest places in the whole city because it's on rockers and it's moving. So I was over at the window watching the building <laughs> sway, watching all the other buildings, you know, sway in downtown mm-hmm. and just marveling at the power of nature. Right. The the awe of of it the power behind it right and and i think you know as as humans we you know we go to work in a building we come home in, in our building we go outside we we live in these postage stamp places we have one tree in the backyard right and we kind of get disconnected from nature but we are nature right and so we need some connection to nature and and if we don't have it we feel stressed out we're working all the time you know it's like it's it's just not good for us physically as well as it's not good for us emotionally or spiritually as well right and so as you started going for the walk you started for a reason of exercise but as you're sitting there talking about oh you're feeling more peaceful and you weren't thinking about your clients anymore and you started appreciating nature and you started smelling the cut grass. I'm like, dude, you didn't even realize it, but those are mindful practices that are connecting you back to nature, right? And so it's no wonder that you were feeling more peaceful, right? Because you were connecting back with and being out in nature, right? And that's why a lot of people now, because the majority of the world lives in urban settings. Mm-hmm. And so most people are disconnected from kind of wild or raw nature, right? But there's nature all around us at the same point, if we're aware of True. and placing attention on it. Yeah, yeah. even in the downtown of the cities, you know, you've got falcons that are perching, have their nests on the top of the buildings and you know, there are trees and there are little parks and grass areas. And um, yeah, I mean, and I thought my wife and I, when we kind of were looking at houses, when we bought that house, kind of our thought was we'll be here for a couple of years. And then we will, maybe we talked about even moving sack place, actually like downtown, you know, some like a condo or something like that downtown where we would be able to walk to places and, you know, down the streets, there'd be stuff, but it would be, you know, presumably some sort of a condominium building. Um, you know, they're not really in many houses in downtown areas, but um, that was kind of what we kind of focused on is the buildings and the, the stores, the places, the things, that kind of stuff to do, um, which is completely different than what I do now, <laughs> where I am now. Um, well, yeah, because you guys, you guys just got into a new house. You've got a bigger backyard, but it goes like right out into the forest kind of thing. Uh, yeah, we um, so decided as my daughter was getting about ready to start school that we didn't want to be in the school district in the cities, and we wanted to find someplace else. But that could have been anywhere. That could have been a suburbs. That could have you know whatever. But that's not didn't really you know appeal to us. Uh, we wanted to go someplace down in. Um, what's called the Hawking Hills here. Um, so it's forest area. Um, it's a big kind of a tourist area. People like to get away. Um, like you talked, we kind of alluded to, we've got our properties like five and a half acres. Um, it's 
five acres of it is wooded trees, ravine. Like I look out my window at my office here and I've just got trees. Um, you know, I'm 10 minutes away from several different nature preserves. I go hiking and, um, you know, and, and maybe someday we'll talk a little bit about some of those experiences I've had going on some of those walks and things, but um, yeah, we're, you know, almost an hour away outside the city now. Um completely opposite of what we thought we would be before. And I don't think this would have happened had it not been for take start and take those walks. I think that started the process. Um, even though it's more of a hindsight now I see it like, well, I guess that was step one was taking the walks outside and then wanted to take, we started to go to a farther, you know, bigger park. So we're outside, we go, you know, some longer walks and then we started to go out to hike places. And now we live here where we can, hike in our backyard just about <laughs> but i think it's you know i've i get a lot from going out into nature you know as well and and you know again i love going for hikes and backpacking and doing other things like that as well and if you can great right if you if you live on a five acres of, of forested land wonderful <laughs> right go out and hug a tree and run around barefoot in the dirt right? Because it's it's all good for you to do that, right? But for those of you that are listening to and are thinking, man, but I live in that condominium or I live in a high rise someplace. I don't have nature right around me. Well, let me shock you, but you do have nature all around you if you're aware of it. And so I'm going to give you a little a little thing of what I do, right? So even again, I'm in, I'm in an office, right? But I've got a little plant. And this little plant on my desk, for those of you that are watching the video, you can see it. It's a nice little, nice little one. I got another one back up there. They don't require a lot of water, but that is living nature, right? In the palm of my hand, right? Now, even if you don't have a little plant like that, right? But again, it's plants are a great symbiotic understanding too of the collective of everything it's emitting oxygen that i need to live i am emitting carbon dioxide which it needs to live right so the plant and i are connected and just realizing and being grateful for that plant or that tree for that whatever <clears throat> helps you start to become connected back to nature now even if you don't have a plant around you right look look around you right and so again i have some little crystals over here and i'll just pull one out this crystal is labradorite maybe we'll talk about that later it's a special stone for me but that is nature in my office that was once in the earth it is nature with me in my office right? My hat that I'm wearing is made of wool from Ireland. Love this hat, right? So again, I have nature on my head. I can think about and connect and share gratitude with those sheep who went around eating, munching, 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 growing their wool and grateful for them for letting themselves be sheared for all the people that took that wool 
and they ended up making the fabric, sewed the hat, shipped it to me from Ireland to the United States, right? So nature is on my head and I can feel connected and I can feel grateful for nature, even if I'm not running around in the forest, right? And what I just explained to you, there's three different examples, right? Anybody who's listening can connect with nature if you place your attention on it and you kind of go through a very simple 30-second exercise of what I just shared with you. Yeah, and, and those are, I mean, those are great examples of inside your space, um, but I'm, I, I'm almost can guarantee you that if you really look outside your space, your immediate space, Even you can better. still find some nature too. Like, I mean, even at that house, I still had, we had a, a tree in the backyard. So there was a grass in our backyard. You know, there was a large tree in there, which provided nice shade and things. You know, I had yards I could go out and, you know, in the front yard, I could mow and things. So there was flower beds and things. So there was still nature there, or I could drive, you know, five minutes down the street and I could get to a park. There was nature <laughs> there. And so even if you live downtown in a condominium, there's probably places maybe within walking distance that you could go that's out in nature that you could walk, um, that's got trees, a park areas. Um, you know, maybe you need to drive a little bit further out to get outside of the urban core, depending on where you are. But, you know, someplace you can get out in nature. Like, you know, it, it's it's almost, it's an excuse, I guess, <laughs> to say that you aren't, there's no nature around you or that you can't find nature. You can, you just got to look at it and be willing to take the time again, maybe to drive out, you know, to find it a little bit. Yep. Um, well, and I think any, anything you can do, right. I mean, again, like we talked about with pushups, Hey, if you only have time and remember to do one pushup, doing one pushup is better than doing no pushups. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, yeah, if you can get in the car, you can drive down to the park. You can go for a three-mile hike. You have time to do that. Great. And that will, will benefit you more, just like doing 20 push-ups will benefit you more than one push-up. But at least doing one push-up is something. And even if all you do is spend 20 or 30 seconds in a day, you know, feeling that connection or feeling gratitude for nature or what nature has provided for you, right? Because again, without nature, I would be sitting here naked, right? Because all the clothing that we I would have not be doing on, a video podcast. We wouldn't be doing the video podcast the <laughs> unless unless we were a porn company, right? But <laughs> that's that's but, a different episode, Jason. Different episode. Different episode. Okay. okay. Yeah. But right. So when you when you think about it, really pretty much everything around you, the desk that, that, that I have here, my computer, the cards on my computer, the candle that I have over here, you know, some of the statues, my microphone, the books, everything that we have comes from nature. And so even just feeling gratitude and connected for the fact that nature has helped to provide all of these abundant things around you even just 30 seconds a day is going to make you feel more connected feel more peaceful feel more grateful and that's going to help you connect back right with everything yep it's as simple as that i mean 
So there's one simple, one simple little yeah. tip that you can do. And again, it's it's like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what religious beliefs or anything else that you might have. And and don't believe us, but just try it. Try it for this week, right? Try connecting, try going on a walk, try doing whatever, but each day spend at least 30 seconds a day trying to connect with nature in one of the ways that we've been talking about and see how you feel at the end of the week. It works for me. It works for Brad. I'm guessing it'll work for you, but hey, if it doesn't, that's okay too, right? But but you're never going to know unless you try it. So why not? It does. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to cost you any money to do it. So why not just try it and see how you feel? So your homework for today is to go out and enjoy nature in some capacity. <laughs> not that we're they telling you what to that- do, but we're suggesting, right? <laughs> right. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, for me, that that that's in hindsight, I think is kind of my gateway to this whole idea of spirituality. And so um, I, I I appreciate the power it can have. Um, and, and I know that I'm only touching the the very tip of the iceberg, that there's so much more under the water that I don't have any awareness of at this point yet. So yeah. I'm the same way. And that's why it's a journey. That's, that's right. Journey. That is true. Well, uh, again, with that, I think that's a good place here. Again, something to think about, um, something to people to do, put on their little homework list. Um, you know, we're, we're taking it, we're walking a spiritual path. Literally, we're walking in the woods this week um, or your park or even just down the street, you know, just being outside and enjoying that. Um, you know, you don't have to get all hippie barefoot and hug trees and things like that. You know, it can be just as simple as, as a quick walk around the park. Um, or or a plant on your desk, be simple as that. Um, all right. Well, uh, if people want to find more about our connections with nature, Jason, how do they uh, get a hold of you and find out more about things? Well, the best way to reach me is jasonmefford.com or reach out to me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm easy to find both places. And how about you, Brad? How's the best place for people to reach you? Uh, the best place is probably through my website, newmodernlawyer.com. I also uh, post frequently on LinkedIn. Uh, so you can also find me there generally talking about things like uh, how to be a good lawyer dad. Um, so if you're interested in that, uh, check me out. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. And like I said, we gave you homework, but you can do it or not do it. It's up to you. But uh, excited to have you back on our next episode. So have a great week. We'll see you. Have a tree.